Hey, Weedy. Hi, Weezu. And hello to our listeners. Welcome to 20 or 20, a diminutive podcast. I hope you're doing well. I know I am. Weezu and I have been uh, over on the side of the Atlantic for quite some time now. And one of the classes that we're taking this semester happens to be tandem. So tandem is where they get a bunch of international students to go and speak English to French kids. Wow, sounds lovely. (laughs) Count me in. I came all the way to France to speak English. Wow, perfect. I know. And you know who else went abroad to go and be a teacher? Christopher Columbus. This feels like a trick question. (laughs) Wrong answer. (laughs) It was actually Adrian Teacher, who is uh, from the band Apollo Ghosts. And that's actually really cool because Apollo Ghosts recently released a single, didn't they? Yeah, and not only that, they're also on the show today. We talk about his time in Korea, as well as Czech Republic, and Vancouver. Oh, of course, Vancouver. Gotta love it. (laughs) Jinx! Jinx. (laughs) We also get into superstitions. (laughs) This is very superstitious right now. Very ominous but we'll jump right into the song called gave up the dream and after that you'll hear the interview
Welcome, Apollo Ghost, to 20 or 20. Before we get started, for anyone who hasn't uh, heard the show before, we have a list of 20 questions which we're going to ask Adrian, and he has about 20 minutes to answer them, whichever comes first. Does that all sound okay to you? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go for 20. Okay. I think it's possible. I believe in you. I have hope. <laughs> um, but awesome. I'm going to start the timer. Yeah, yeah. And... Off we go. So we're going to start with the classic 20 or 20 question, which is, where do you live and why do you live there? Uh, I live in Vancouver, BC. And yeah, I live there. I don't know. It's a good question. I think I'm originally from the island, but, uh, you know, just crave the big city bright lights of Vancouver. But try to make it back over to the island as much as possible. One thing that's always interesting about Vancouver is just how close it is to Seattle. Right. Especially with the border communities. And so I was curious, what's been one of your most interesting experiences crossing over the border? If you can think of one. I think for the bands specifically, like, so in the early days, you know, uh, we didn't have uh, tour visas, a legal sort of uh, way of getting across and so what we would do is um, kind of just go over and and then play a show and have all the stuff there. And I remember coming across one time and uh, the bass player at that time, uh, we, we, they, we got called out and had to sort of go up like, like in a line. And, and uh, he's, he was like, oh, God, I think I have like <laughs> some weed in, in my bag. And so we were all kind of shitting bricks. So that was, yeah, like... Did they take it or like did they see it or anything? I, I don't think there was. I think there was just like he, in his like stoned out mind, he thought he had had some weed in there, but there, there wasn't. And um, yeah, like since since then, like when we kind of grew up a bit, we did it properly and got... Oh. <laughs> And yeah, did it the, the, man. the legal way. <laughs> yeah, not not as fun. My sister and I do this thing where we have just like goals that, you know, on uh, that we want to accomplish. And then, you know, we just try to get bingo. So if there's like anything that would be on on a board of sorts, if you had to make one for things that you want to accomplish in 2023, what would it be? Small goals. It doesn't have to be very big or anything. Yeah, I, I definitely uh you know, in the last few years, just go for like a micro dose of a goal, uh, just so that it actually gets accomplished. So, uh, just drink more water, you know, just start. So I've been starting my day with, uh, you know, one full glass of water when I brush my teeth, as exciting as that sounds, but it seems manageable. Yeah. Is that water there too? (laughs) That is, this is, yeah, this is, I'm drinking a a Aha brand lime water. Oh, wow. I I thought it was almost like a a soft coast, like water soft drink that makes sense (laughs) so going a little bit into the album pink tiger um Mm -hmm. ignoring the fact that it's a double album technically uh it's interesting that it's 22 songs long but it also matches 2022 uh released on march 11th so i i thought it was so fitting to have those angel numbers so do you believe in angel numbers or any otherworldly theories or anything like that like like the astrology zone yeah are you a big astrology person i'm I'm definitely surrounded by those types like my my close friends are you know lots of um let's let's just say hippie types Mm -hmm. and so maybe maybe it rubs off on me i don't know i i'm definitely like very very science-minded very pragmatic uh person so i i definitely uh I don't I don't dip into those websites but like I, I I'm, de- I'm definitely like 
you know, maybe it rubs off on me in, in some way. I don't know. Yeah. What would your sign be? My sign? Uh, yeah. I think I'm an Aquarius. I think that's Okay. That's a really good one. I speak from personal experience, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> perfect. Well, yeah, it's, it's apparently a good one. <laughs> Was it hard for you to slim it down to exactly 22 if that was intentional? Yeah, I, I feel like there was a like there was a cut like maybe I want to say like, like three to three to five extra junky songs on there that didn't make the cut. But um, twenty two, yeah, like I, it just felt right. Like uh, it just felt like a nice number. Um, super absurd amount of tunes to put on. That. <laughs> Are there other uh, things that you're particular about in your life in that way? Like like super superstitions or or like little things that you do, yeah, that you kind of adhere to. I don't know, maybe like as I get older and more insane, like I think like yeah, just stuff like like uh, you know, double checking the, the the door locks or I don't know, maybe, oh, yeah. maybe this is maybe this is a dangerous road to go down okay, to reveal yeah. this kind of, the, kind of the information. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I don't. I try. Yeah, I think I'm okay. But yeah. yeah, maybe maybe that's one. I definitely maybe overcheck locks. Yeah, probably better to be safe than sorry. I know I have a have that habit of forgetting to the stove on. I was on the train oh, yeah. and I left right. hope with the stove on, and I had to come back. Yeah. Yeah, that's just what what happened. Like, did, was there something boiling or like? Uh, I left. I think it was some that my pizza was in the oven or something, and I just oh, no. left it in there. Oh no! Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a bit. No. I, have, I have that fear too. Yeah. Uh, kind of talking about fears. Uh, it was kind of an interesting connection. Is just the idea of death, especially in the song Deodora. Do you have a fear of death, or is that something you tend to just embrace as it'll come, like the cycle of life? Yeah, that's yeah. Trying to get to that that comfortable place with that subject, yeah, absolutely. Like it's yeah. I I would say that yeah. Like most people, it's you know <laughs> on your mind in the back there in the back of the filing cabinet. But you know, as you get older and and you're you start to go, hey, wait, my this this phone that I have is you know forty eight percent left battery, you know, uh, and it seems to go faster and faster. Yeah, it's definitely maybe it starts to pop up in the work more. I don't know. I don't ever really consciously try to write about something per se, but um, I know there's a Deodora tree in my parents' yard that's kind of wilted oh. and kind of weird looking. So maybe that's where the the title came from. I'm not really sure. It wasn't actually tied to to something. Yeah, I mean, maybe other songwriters, and I use that term loosely for myself because I don't really think oh. that, <laughs> that, that good at it. But yeah, maybe they consciously kind of craft something. And I've, you know, and it depends on the song or whatever. But yeah, I don't think I like, I, maybe I write in a more stream of conscious way. Mm -hmm. I think it's also kind of interesting just you mentioning that you would struggle to identify as a songwriter because um, I know you're also a teacher. Yeah, I teach at elementary school, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then even before that, as an ESL teacher in, in Korea. Yeah, um, that's true, yeah. And so I was curious. Uh, yeah. What drew you to Korea to teach there or had you had that end up happening? Yeah, good question. Yeah, uh, I... Uh, uh, decided to stop doing manual labor in my early 20s and maybe move to a more um, desk kind of a job or something something more cerebral. Mm -hmm. And so I started uh, teaching uh, in sort of downtown Vancouver. I had a friend uh, uh, that was doing sort of language classes and he 
uh, was like, Hey, you, you should come down. And it's like, I don't know. I'm trying to remember what it got paid, maybe $10 an hour or something. And, uh, all you had to do was just talk to international students. And so I did that for a while and I was like, this is pretty, pretty fun. Um, so then I, yeah, then sort of the opportunity to go abroad sort of, you know, came up and I, you know, did some internet research and, uh, yeah, and taught in Czech public first and oh, then i taught okay. then then went to korea and, and had a blast it was it was recommended to anybody it's such a wild opportunity to just be able to go and do that were there any raised eyebrows from your parents or friends about your decision to go i don't think so i think um i was the i was the one that left home and was looking for adventure and mm-hmm. it was not i don't think it was a surprise to my family um and then friend, you know friends were in similar head spaces and, and did it too or totally mm-hmm. got it yeah. yeah and outside of work where do you find yourself spending the most time yeah yeah I, um, you know, certainly music is, is a big one. And then, um, yeah, like I love, uh, spending time on the island. So I sort of have, I'm sort of like part of like a, a little com, I would, I would call it a commune, I guess, but like, yeah, kind of like a, a hippie, hippie zone on a, on a Gulf Island sort of, uh, just outside of Nanaimo. And so, yeah, I spend a lot of time just walking around in the bush and kicking rocks into the ocean and, and, yeah. uh, you know, that kind of thing. And so that's my happy place for sure is over there on the island. And Yeah. Is it a secret hideout? Nobody else knows where it is. It's just kind of. Yeah. Not, I mean, it's not like um, I'm not like in a tree fort, like oh. hiding with like cam- camouflage gear on or something. But definitely like, you know, it's a place that's near and dear to my heart and trying to spend more and more time there. On your also on your Bandcamp page, the header it almost looks as if it's Morse code. And so we're wondering, <laughs> can you understand Morse code? Or is that just a, a random sequence of... Yeah, that's <laughs> like my my sad attempt at being arty. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I think I, I have zero graphic design skills. And so <laughs> I, think I, I think I was hearkening back to like, um, or like I used to run when I was really young and a computer nerd, I ran what was called a BBS. So it was like pre-internet sort of like modems you know connecting over phone lines kind of bullshit and uh oh. i tried to make the artwork look like like that so using just text and i it probably lost on <laughs> anyone under 40 oh. but yeah, yeah it's I like have no idea. <laughs> yeah it's just this is kind of a little homage to early pre-internet nerd nerd kingdom yeah mm-hmm. uh is there uh, something that you constantly go back to from that era that you still kind of play around with or have close to your heart. Like I do, I would say that something that I like still keep from my time. It's just like I have all my Barbie dolls still or is Oh, yeah, there you go. Right yeah. Now. I I'm let me think. Like I yeah, I I feel like all of my my mom probably mother probably has like a lot of my early childhood toys, you know, in boxes somewhere in the basement, but mm-hmm. I can't say that I've I've dipped in. I know my nephew, he's he's received some of them. So when I, you know, if I'm over at Christmas or on a on a long weekend or something and I'll look down and he's, you know, playing with a toy. Oh, I'm like, yeah. have, have I seen that before? Like that seems familiar. They're just regifting it and hoping you Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, he had all my he- like I had He Man. Like I don't know if that's was a thing. Oh, anymore, is it like a... just like little figurines? Like okay, it was okay, like okay. A, he was like a character with like lived in a castle or something. Anyway, okay. but he was he was playing with all these toys and I was like, Oh yeah, I think those are 
fine, yeah. Yeah. It can happen. Given the Toy Story 3 ending right before yeah. <laughs> gets rid of all the toys. Yeah, um, totally. I think one kind of thing that I also noticed you mentioned was just your happy place was even though it was like in the forest but also with your friends and it's interesting because uh, the band Apollo Ghosts is really based in friendship but also teeters a lot between it being an individual project but also being a band and so do you find it as an extension of you know like a band or or an extension of yourself more right now yeah right? yeah that's an interesting question yeah i think like at this point yeah i we've had quite a few um players and and sort of name changes but i i think i've slowly come to the realization that yeah like the bulk of the work and the bulk of the sort of genesis of what we're doing or whatever is is me i guess but it is yeah heavily rooted in friendship and community and um a DIY, maybe anti-capitalist. <laughs> I don't know. Like we're just like a ramshackle bunch of weirdos, and like it comes and goes, and and the songs pop up, and I work with different people, and I and I get different players and stuff. But at the end of the day, yeah, like it should just be like I can't even imagine like working in another way. Like that's just the way that it's always going to be, and. That's just, yeah, the way, the way the band runs, I guess. Mm-hmm. Do you think felt there would be a time where you say, maybe I'll just go and start up an Adrian teacher band or something? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, um, I think I, I'll, I'll always, you know, make music in some capacity and, and, and put it out into the, the universe. But whether or not, yeah, like I keep playing live, I don't know. Like the people just keep still coming to shows which still blows my mind like there was the last show we played um here in vancouver there was like all these like 20 year old kids that were there and we were like what is going on like this and they're singing along and stuff and i was like how is this possible but yeah that must be really cool it is yeah because you know you you start and you're you know like in your 20s and everything's cool and fun and exciting and you know all your friends are there and they're pouring beer on their head and running around and and dancing and singing and stuff and then you know people have families or they leave or get older and don't go to shows as much and so you know you would think the typical trajectory would be that you know the the crowd starts to dissipate and yeah. eventually it becomes kind of this sad thing but i don't know we've just been lucky that for whatever reason like people still so far come to shows and have a good time so it, you know as long as that keeps happening yeah like i can see that yeah continu- continuing i mean it is a lot more exhausting doing it now but uh, from a physical standpoint like touring <laughs> in the way that we do and because we're not a big band so we yeah. have to do everything you know everything ourselves but but it's it's still super fun does it get hard physically to do it yeah i mean you're there? you know you're out till two in the morning and yeah then you gotta drive and then you gotta go to the next show and yeah, yeah so it's you know like i'd rather be just you know <laughs> in bed. at home but <laughs> But it is also, you know, super, still super fun meeting new mm-hmm. people. And-, and kind of touching on like the physical side of, of being a musician, having lost your hearing for the duration of the time you were working for the album. Now, I definitely have not had deafness of any kind, but my ears have been blocked for months and months and months right. to a point where like I could not hear anything. One of the movies that I watched last year, 
you know, sound and metal. Right. And it just goes back to the whole idea is like, what do you do? How does your relationship with music or, you know, the things around you get influenced when you lose something mm-hmm. like you hear? Yeah. Um, and so I guess for you, yeah, what was that? Yeah, yeah, it was really scary and weird. And so, yeah, that whole album was recorded with ostensibly like one ear, which was kind of, in you know, again, very weird way to work when you can only, you know, hear in mono. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was luckily, you know, got it corrected, got fixed and stuff. So I'm, I'm good to go now. But uh, yeah, it just, oh, yeah, as you know, like, it's just such an odd feeling to like lose one of your senses, even if it's temporarily and uh, definitely don't want to experience <laughs> that again. And, you know, like, obviously, like, you know, wear earplugs at shows and try and take care of myself. Oh, yeah. This is a bit of a morb. I don't know if it's morbid, but it's a would you rather. Would you rather permanently lose mm. your eyesight or lose your hearing? I'm sure the way things are going, I'll probably lose both. But oh. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I know that's a that's yeah, like picking yeah the, the, the two evils, right? I don't know. Yeah. I, I'll let I'll let nature take its course yeah. on that one. Yeah. I pick four I, here. I, yeah, I'll just we'll see what happens. <laughs> and last question. Bridget Did we get twenty? Yeah, we we're almost to- there. And yes! we're actually at twenty minutes. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. I we got I get two boxes ticked. That's great. <laughs> Uh, actually, it's 21 now, but jumping okay. off the bridge of, of of the Sound of Metal, what is one of your favorite movies that you think everyone should watch? A, a favorite movie? Oh, you know, I'm oh, I'm so bad. Like, I'm not uh, a movie buff, but um, oh, I'm trying to think of a good film that I've seen recently. Um, oh, I'm trying to blank. Like, that's how bad I am. Like, I'll <laughs> I just I just watch like. You know the Simpsons or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your favorite TV show that ever? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I love the Simpsons. Yeah, I just think it just like contains multitudes. You know, it's just yeah. it's all there. Yeah, I am becoming a Simpsons fan. I'm going through all the seasons. Okay, good, slowly. good. Yeah, yeah, five, season like four to ten is just pretty pretty awesome. That's a wrap. We usually, because I threw this question out to Adrian, I'm going to ask you to, what's one thing on your 2023 bingo board? Oh, um, well, I really want to want to knit slash crochet a cardigan, mostly knit the, the cups and then crochet the rest of it. Yeah. Nice. How about you? Uh, I really want to fly a kite. Oh, really? What? Really simple. One was easy task, make me when happy. When was the last time you flew a kite? I can't even remember. Damn. Okay, we gotta do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. Yep. Challenge you to go do something fun. 